Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe. I'm Luann Prater. And I'm Rachel Olson. And I'm Teresa Mills. And you know, guys, I don't know about you, but sometimes life gets so crazy and so hectic that I literally forget to slow down and rest. I don't take time to have any restoration in my life. And I bet there are some gals sitting around this table with us that feel the same way. Well, I've had a particularly busy couple of weeks, so I have felt like I have been going 80 miles an hour nonstop, and it's like you get to the end of the day when you've been pushing, pushing to get everything done, and when it's time to sit down and rest, it's like your body can't figure out how or your mind can't figure out how. That is very true, and I think sometimes we still feel like even at the end of the day that we we don't have time to rest, that we have to keep pushing sometimes and you know I I think many of us are finding that that is not working (laughs) it does not lead to what we really need that we have to I think the Bible says labor to enter into that rest we have to to put the work in to say no this is so important I have got to find that rest for my soul and for my spirit for my body well you know it's easy to say that it's easy to know that But it's really hard to do it. Now, I don't know about you, but there are days when I feel like the phone is constantly ringing. It is a a text here and a phone call there or somebody saying mom or grandma or hey, Lou, can you do this? And one of the things that I have learned over the years is that I am in 100% control over my calendar and over the things that I say yes to. But boy, there are times if I don't have some kind of an action plan, then the world takes over my calendar. Oh, for sure it will. Um, You know, it's like a closet in your house. It doesn't matter whether your closet is two feet wide, which every closet in my old house was two feet wide, or if your closet is eight feet wide, the stuff that you own will somehow expand to the size of your closet. You can have the same exact stuff in a two-foot-wide closet. You move to the eight-foot-wide closet house, and next thing you know, that closet's full. Our calendars are the same way because there's always something that we could be doing. There's always somebody suggesting something that we could join up or, or be a part of or attend or, or take over. Um, yeah, my my calendar will absolutely expand to whatever size I let it. And what's interesting, I mean, I, I will tell you that I still don't do this. But in this new year, I really am, am hoping to to tangibly do this. Why don't we schedule rest in those busy calendars? Because all the things that we find really important, you know, we're doing that we're scheduling the kids games, and we're scheduling this practice, and we're, we're scheduling these things. But And if we really knew the value of rest, not just for ourselves, but for our family, because I don't know about you, but when I don't get enough rest, sometimes they're the ones that are being impacted because we're short-tempered, we're short-fused. But what would happen if we actually did schedule some times of rest 
in on that calendar because it's so important for us to slow down a little bit, spend that little extra time with God, just resting in His presence. It's powerful. Well, you know, the Bible tells us to do it, and we know that it's the right thing to do, but we kind of expect it just to happen. But the reality is we will not stop. We won't. We'll start a project and then we see 15 other things. I remember an elderly woman in my life when I was very young and ambitious and I was go, go, go. She said, Luann, you have the superwoman syndrome. And I said, what is that? She said, you will be working on one thing and you see something else that needs to be done and you take off and start doing that. And then you see, you know, the pile of laundry and you do that and you're doing so many things all the time that you never stop to rest. And when we think about it, uh, the Sabbath is what God says, look, you can work six days. Great. Do that. Take the seventh day and rest. But the Sabbath is not something that we readily stop at. It doesn't, we don't normally do it when we're finished with a job because we'll see something else. It's not something that we'll recognize when we make that next phone call or we finish a project or we uh, get through our stack of messages. The only time we will take the time to rest and restore is when we stop and make the time. We actually put it on our calendar and we say, this is important. And I know there are some girls on our Encouragement Cafe team that we've heard from recently that said, you know, I just feel guilty if I stop and take time for myself. You know, I think I'm maybe the opposite of that. (laughs) My favorite thing in the world is white space on my calendar. And I, I just don't function well if I don't have a certain amount of downtime. I can definitely get into a mode where I'm go, 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 and I don't have time to rest or don't make time to rest. But by and large, I like a lot of white space um, in my calendar and in my day. I'm like protective over my white space because I just don't function well without it. I think that's very true. But you know what I've found is that sometimes even when we have that time that we've set aside, it's so hard to shut your mind down and your calendar can have the space in it. And you've you've tried to set that time aside, but now you're in that quiet space, that quiet time, and your mind is still going and going. And you're, you're seriously not even resting in those moments because you're allowing your thoughts to go in so many different directions. And that is why I was talking to a friend. She said her word for the year was rest. And I've learned when the Bible says fight that good fight of faith, that many times rest is actually a weapon because worry can consume our thoughts and we can be so bombarded. Even in a quiet space, in a quiet time, you're not resting because your mind is going a million miles an hour. At Encouragement Cafe, every year, uh, we try to do a retreat with the team. And it's intentional. You know, we sometimes just need to encourage one another so that we can turn around and encourage you. All, all, all the women that come to the events and the ones that 
sit around this table with us every week. And we have to be honest with ourselves and say, sometimes we feel depleted. And so we need that encouragement as well. So for me, there is nothing that restores and refreshes my soul like being with friends that I know love me. And it doesn't hurt that we try to do it at the beach. I'm telling you, when I hear the waves roll in and the sun is on my face, there's something so uh, relaxing in those moments. Don't you agree? Absolutely. I love the beach. It's my happy place. It's a lot of people's happy place because just the sounds, the smells, the sights, all of it just sort of lowers your blood pressure and makes you forget about, you know, all the stuff on your to-do list and, and your cares. It just is, a, there's something about standing in front of the ocean, this wide, vast expanse of untamed waters that um, just reminds you how big God is and how big the world is and how tiny your little problem about the dripping faucet in the master bathroom is or whatever. You know, I just had to get new tires put on my car because they got nails in them. The things that we stress over get really in perspective when you stand on the beach with the wind in your hair and the sand between your toes. I think it's amazing. It's, it is absolutely one of my very favorite places to be. And you painted such a good picture there, Rachel, because I will stand there and look and think, God, how amazing are you that every wave is different? Everything is just massive. And then you see wave after wave coming in. And I remember my daughter sharing with me something that God had showed her, that no matter how many waves came in in her life, waves of stress or waves of unrest, that they could only come so far because God was our protector. And and for me, this acronym came into play for rest. It means relax, enjoying stress-free tranquility, the very peace of God in our heart. And I will guarantee you, the beach really helps me feel that peace of God as you watch and see what He's created and know that He's created us too. And we're unique and He loves us and He has that peace for our very souls. Well, you know, we all love the beach, but I promise you, we're not trying to do a commercial for going to the beach. However, I, I would say it's not a bad plan, but, but I know that some, uh, like our friend Jill is in Iowa. You know, there's some that they just can't get to a beach. So what do we do day in and day out to make sure that we take the time to rest, we take the time to rejuvenate, and so I want to talk about some things that have worked in our life when we can't escape to the beach. And I know for me, one of the things that really helps me unwind and focus on the things that God wants to pour into me is when I just take a walk. I can walk and be with no one and allow God to just relax my brain give me that rest and that peace. And there's something about the energy that flows when you're moving your body and you're walking. Uh, and we can do that anywhere. We don't have to be at the beach. We can be in our backyard, in our neighborhood, in the pasture that we walk through. But walking for me is one way that I know I can rest. 
Yeah, well, that's a, a double whammy in my book, because not only is the exercise helpful, but just being outside in nature, it doesn't have to be at the beach, um, but getting the sunshine on your skin, and it makes vitamin D in your body, and we need that. The sounds of the earth, even when it's silent outside, it's not silent outside. It's never perfectly silent outside. And all of those sounds, again, they affect our blood pressure, and they affect our stress levels, and um, I think time in nature, uh, wherever that might be, the, your park or your back deck, I love to take my laptop outside and work on the patio because I just like the, the sounds of nature. And I, I agree with you on that one, but I think there are several people like myself that you're thinking, I don't know if I can do that. By the time I get home, it's dark and, you know, I, I'm dreaming of moments where you can be in that nature. But I tell you something I have found that has helped me to do almost the same thing there are videos and, and there's even things that I have DVR'd from Christian uh, television that will show these beautiful pictures of nature and you can hear the water of a creek going and there's scripture verses that come up on the screen and in that moment I can block the world out and I might it might be dark outside and it might not be able to get away from the house but in that moment I can still see the beauty of what God's created Plus, they're adding a scripture verse to the sounds of the water that I'm, I'm hearing and the things that I'm seeing. I would much prefer, like you guys, to be out there physically um, in nature. But when you can't, there are still opportunities, whether you pull up a video on your laptop or whether you have something DVR on your TV, to just have that beautiful, maybe even worship music playing. And you just kind of resting before God in awe of who He is and thanking him for an opportunity to just have a moment, to have a down moment. You know, what we're talking about today, if you've just joined us around the table, is taking the time to rest and allow God to restore us. And as women, we often don't do that. But when you look at Exodus thirty-four twenty-one, it says you have six days each week for your ordinary work. But on the seventh day, you must stop working even during the seasons of plowing and harvest. You know, it is a thing that God knew we would feel compelled to keep on keeping on, to keep on going. And so he says, no, find the things that I uniquely created for you to do to find rest. So Teresa's saying that she relaxes by watching some videos that are of nature. Uh, Rachel and I have talked about walking but maybe you like to soak in a tub. Maybe maybe you like to play games with your family. Or maybe you like to grab a book and curl up in a chair and read. There are so many ways that we can slow down and take the moments that God has given us and just let Him download that refreshing water into our lives. And I know it kind of sounds cliche when we say that, but there's a reason that God said, be still and know that I am God. When we're going so fast all the time, we, we don't get that opportunity to just be still. And I can see God in my family when I'm playing games. I can see God in the quiet moments of sitting in my chair reading a book. And, and Rachel, I know that there are so many ways that we can do it. So how can we remind ourselves 
that it's important. Well, schedule this. <laughs> For real, um, put it on your schedule. If you use a paper calendar, you know, flip forward to next month and pencil in a day, you know, a Saturday afternoon or whatever it might be. Block off some time that's not already taken up and, and allot that to rest or to relaxation or, you know, spend some time just soaking in some worship songs and a, and a warm bath, whatever it might be. You can schedule it in your calendar. You can put it into your smartphone and have it, you know, pop up and remind you. Um, you can create a particular space in your home. I know lots of gals that have made a particular corner of a particular room sort of their quiet time space. You know, they have might have a recliner and a box of books and a candle and a little blanket. And it's not a space that they, you know, watch TV in or do work in or do grocery planning in. It's a space they just use when they're maybe reading the Bible or praying or just, you know, resting listening to worship songs so you could create a physical space um, you can schedule it and you can also let those around you know that this is a priority when you don't te- treat your downtime like an appointment that has to be kept no one else will either that's so true and yet I can still hear a lot of um, especially moms of toddlers so like really <laughs> schedule some downtime and I think that is but for those of us who don't have toddlers that is a very key thing that Rachel said but there are seasons in your life where it might be difficult to, to physically schedule things but I believe it, it's at that point where you can at least you can take every thought captive to where you don't have to constantly um, have worry and have dread and have fear because I believe there's a few types of rest. There's a physical rest for your body, but then there's this mental, spiritual rest where you can cast every care onto God in, in the middle of some of the busiest times of your life where it could feel like you're at unrest. You can take those moments and say, God, I just give these thoughts to you. God, I just, I choose right now to just take a deep breath and God, just to feel your peace. And even if you can't steal away for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, maybe you could take a minute and take that deep breath and allow God to bring a moment of rest to you as you continue to do the things that he's called to do. But there will be seasons where it's really chaotic, but friend, don't worry. It's a season and you'll enter another season where you can put that on your calendar. I love the reminder that it is a season. And this tells me too, that, you know, I am out of the stage of having little ones around. But as we look around the, our lives and the, the people that God has put into our lives, could we possibly see a, a single mom who's struggling? Could we possibly see a young mother who has children under the age of five and she's struggling? Could we possibly see that mom who's got five kids to get to different ball games and and she's struggling and as we pray about the rest that God is trying to give us is there an opportunity for us to tell that mom hey I'd like to give you an hour of rest this week how can I help you do that you know one of the most insightful things that I 
realized when it came to rest was in the very, very beginning in Genesis in chapter one. And I'm sure we're familiar with these verses, you know, where the heavens and the earth are created and it's done, you know, in sequence over days, you know, God said, let there be light and there was light and God saw that it was good. And, you know, um, you know, then there was the waters and, you know, the vegetation and all of that is created each day. Um, something new was created, but it ends each of those verses as it creates each thing that day. It says, and there was evening and there was morning the first day and there was evening and there was morning the second day and there was evening and there was morning the third day. And it goes on like this. And also in the Hebrew tradition, the Sabbath begins at sundown. Uh, any holy day in the Hebrew tradition starts at sundown and there was evening and there was morning and that was the holy day. So in God's perspective, in God's economy, however you want to think about that, the day begins with rest. The day begins at sundown. You rest and then you rise and work. We tend to think of work or a rest rather as a respite from the work, recovery from the work, that the work is prominent and most important, and then we rest so we can do more of it. It's flip-flopped when you read Genesis. Rest is where we begin. Then we rise and do what God's called us to do. Wow, that's good. <laughs> Because as I was hearing you, I just realized in my own life that I was thinking almost I've had this mindset that rest is my reward. Like if I've worked hard enough throughout the day or if I've done these things, then I deserve this rest and it's a reward. But in fact, it's I love that Rachel's beautiful because it is how I am supposed to start the day not reward myself with it somewhere in or at the end of the day well you know when we think of it as a reward and I, I think everybody can relate to thinking of it as a reward now I get to sit down and, and chill um, then there could be days we don't earn it I've not earned my rest today. It's, I don't deserve the reward. I didn't work hard enough. I didn't finish everything on my to-do list. Um, and so then I think that can really mess us up. It's not a reward or a respite. It's a preparation. Um, it comes first. It's the most important, which is fascinating. Which is good. <laughs> and why it goes back to what Luann said about helping other people find that too. If those people that are where we can step in and help them see, hey, it's not a reward, baby, for how hard you work today. You got to do this. And when we can help them at the same time, I think that's beautiful. I love that. And I think that's that is something we should write down. So I want you to just take a moment and stop what you're doing and write that down. Rest is preparation for the work to come. I mean, that's what it is. You have to have the rest first. And that that is beautiful. And it's a whole different mind shift. It's a different look at perspective on the whole concept of working and resting. And so, girls, we don't have to earn it. We don't have to deserve it. God says it's something that you must do so that you can have the rest of the enjoyment from work and life it is in preparation for what he has in store for us so i want to just i want to just say a prayer for us 
and ask God that he would give us the okay to say, let me rest. Father, would you uh, surround us today with the knowledge that you are preparing us for something more than we can ever imagine, but it is going to take doing things in the right order and rest is so key. God, would you give us permission and give us the, the insight to put it on our calendar and rest when it's needed. And may we look around and see how we can help others in our life find those moments of rest. God, we love you. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. It's been great to share around the table, and you can share with us every week at EncouragementCafe.com. May the God of hope give you the courage to encourage others. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online when you get a chance to sit down and breathe at EncouragementCafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week where we fill you up one cup at a time.